Sidebar with Cindy on Kaya FM 95.9. The time is 7 o'clock on KFM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan. It is Wednesday, the 5th of June, 2019. If you missed our previous shows, you can visit kfm.co.za and listen to FM Rewind. If you aren't in Gauteng, you can also catch us on the DSTV Audio Bouquet Channel 861, or you can listen live on kfm.co.za. Medical issues, sex and family, finance, parenting and emotional development. Sidebar with Cindy. Every Monday to Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Kaya FM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan. Welcome to Sidebar Cindy with me, um, Cindy Siwefansale. And this evening, we're speaking about um, post-pregnancy, um, you know, changes. So being pregnant is, is a joyous time for, for most of us. Um, I think all of you that have had kids know how excited you were when you went for your first ultrasound, that first the first time you saw the heartbeat and then you knew it was a boy or a girl. That's all very exciting. But a woman's body undergoes many changes during the nine months of pregnancy. And some of these changes are physical, like obviously the, the growing abdomen um, and weight gain. Um, and then, of course, you have the morning sickness and, and the backache, which is not so which is not so visible, but, you know, you, you're going through it. Some of us end up walking like ducks towards the end of pregnancy. Um, and, and of course, a lot of people go through some, some skin changes. I know a lot of women develop um, pigmentation on their cheeks and, and some of it goes away and some of it doesn't. So tonight we're talking about what physical changes did you experience you know, during your pregnancy? And I'm joined by three moms to discuss this. I'll be speaking to Umo Africa Mohati, who's got one child. I'll, speak, I'll be chatting to Mpumintuli, who has three kids. And I'll also be chatting to Leanne Carey, who has um, one child. We'll also be joined later on in the show by Dr. Langanani Mbodi. He's an obstetrician gynecologist um, based in Pretoria. And he'll be chatting to us about why the, you know, some of these changes happen. You know, is it hormonal, the physical changes? And we'll be, we'll be getting deeper into that. We'll be taking your calls on 86 You can SMS us on 36959. And as always on social media, the hashtag is Sidebar Cindy, um, Kaya FM Talk. So without wasting too much time, I'd like to welcome my first guest, Umo Africa Mukhati. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. So how old is your, is your, is your, your child, Umo Africa? When, when, when was your kid born? Uh, she was born on the 4th. Of the third month, uh, 2013, I would like to say that she came a day late. It would have been nice to be if she was born on the third of the third month, 2013. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would have matched nicely. Yes. <laughs> okay. And, and, and how was your pregnancy? Was it an easy pregnancy? Was it a, a difficult pregnancy? What did you go through? Well, from some of the experiences I've heard, I think mine was not so bad. Was not so bad. You know, people go through the most, but uh, towards the 19th month, because of it feels like it's that long. <laughs> 19 months, okay. I was one of those mamas who, you know, I would, I was walking like a dog, you know, my movements changed. I was so, I was so big. I've always been big boned, but after, you know, towards, you know, the last trimester, I was huge. I I couldn't fit in any pair of shoes. It was, I think that is the most horrific thing because yeah. I loved my high heels and I went to flats and now like my comfortable shoes don't fit anymore. So that was one of the frustrating things. And because of I've, I've been big boned, I knew how to dress my body. I'll still go for my manis and pedis. And, but other than that, yeah, no, my, my body, people thought I was, I, I was having twins. I was expecting oh, twins. That's please, how huge I was. Please don't tell me they said that. <laughs> so I, I even, you know, divorced some friends because of, they were like, oh man, she looked like an elephant. It, oh, it was no. so heartbreaking. But, you know, um, I embraced that. And my, after the baby, as they would say that once the baby comes out and the baby is cute, you forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> I must say that, you know, the fact that people have the courage to say stuff like you look like an elephant i mean on, on what planets do you think it's okay to say that to a pregnant woman and this guy had two babies eh this brother had two babies so he's been all of 
all of the can you imagine what he was saying to the to the baby mamas i hope umchike wamchika after that statement of course i think i didn't speak to him for the past four years it's only recent <laughs> but yeah no it was not a nice thing for him to say and one of the important things, I mean, you've mentioned the fact that you, you know, you gained weight and, and, and your shoe size changed. I think an important thing to note here is that, you know, in pregnancy, you can expect to gain weight. Okay. So we're looking at anything between 10 to 15 kilograms, you know, 20 is pushing it. But the gynecologist will look at what you currently weigh and then, you know, tell you, okay, we expect you to gain this, this amount of weight. But if you do have um, changes that are, Abnormal. So say, for example, you go from a shoe size six to a shoe size eight in a short amount of time. That could be a sign of something, something sinister happening. And you should actually go in and see and see your doctor. So it's all well and good to accept that there are changes that happen during pregnancy. But something that's drastic, something that's, you know, today you're wearing, uh, you know, your, your pregnancy, your normal size dress. And then two weeks, two weeks from now, you can't fit into any of your clothes. Your body has swollen up. Something is wrong. Go and see a doctor. And I say this because this happened to me. And I wasn't aware that I had um, d- developed high blood pressure during my pregnancy mm. and I was now suffering from preeclampsia. Yeah. Um, I just thought to myself, okay, Cindy, you're big and you're just getting bigger. Your shoe size keeps changing. And it never occurred to me that something sinister was going on. So that's something I have to, I have to put out there. Um, were you prepared for the changes that happened during your pregnancy? Had anyone spoken to you about it? Had you read anything? What were you expecting? I think I, I was reading a lot. I wanted to know what's happening and... Once you once you know that you're pregnant, you want to understand the development of the baby, what's going on. This week is the toes. This week is the hair. You get excited. But I, I read a lot and I think that helped me so much. Um, but yeah, uh, I knew that my body would change, I, but not to to the level where I was, to a point where I couldn't really walk properly abdominal pains you know such things it's so it was it's not nice but I, I i read about it and even the breast what what did the brixton the braxton hicks yes. contractions yes. so when those were happening i was like okay this this must be them they they have arrived then it's not the real thing so reading it actually helps it it prepares you a bit but yeah i think the the best advice that i got was a friend told me that Whatever happens, you have the last say. That was the best advice ever. And that was your preparation for your for, for labor and, and for delivery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the, I mean the advice that I always give to, 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 to patients when I see them is that just remember that you're carrying precious cargo. So yes, you're going to create gain weight and yes, you're going to get stretch marks and some things might not go back to how they were. <laughs> but it's because you are carrying precious cargo. That's a, that's the best way I can I can I can explain it. Because if I was to you know if you're to to, to go deeper into oh my gosh my tummy will never be the same again. It's so flabby and, and dwell on that, you won't recover. Ish. You know, there are changes that happen and some of those changes are irreversible. But we'll talk about that later on in the show. We're joined online by Leanne Carey. She's a mom and um, she's, yeah, she's on the show side by Cindy and Kai FM 95.9. And she'll be sharing with us the changes that she went through and what, what was never the same again. Thank you so much for being on the show, Leanne. Thank you for having me. Um, well, my boobs, obviously. Um, I think the first six weeks of my pregnancy, I went from a before double D to a G. Whoa. And that was only in the first six weeks. So for me, that was a bit hectic because I already have big breasts. And, you know, it was just a bit of a, uh, a hard thing for me to accept that they were bigger than what they were before I fell pregnant. Um, so my boobs are obviously not the same. Um, and my hips are two times wider than what they were before I fell pregnant. Um, and I have lost a bit of baby baby fat, as they call it, but my hips are still wider. And how old so, is and how old is your child? Um, how old is my child now? Yes, she's a year old. So okay, so I'm this is year, um, this is quite a recent yeah. a recent delivery. This, this is quite quite recent, and I don't know if this is normal, and I don't know if other moms experience this, but I still get phantom kicks. Um, and she's, she's a year. So I still get phantom kicks. It could be me imagining, but sometimes I actually feel like she's still in there kicking and playing. So 
Oh, that's cute, sir. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of other moms will be able to relate to that, and they'll let us know. Uh, you know, when they call in on zero eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. Just going back to to the change that you experienced, especially with your breasts. I mean, how did that affect your back? I mean, already pregnancy comes with changes in your spine. So, how did that affect your back? Um, my back is still still very sore. Um, I've gone for for massages quite a few times in the last year. Mm. Um, but there's not much improvement. Like it's, I feel like the, the point is once you've been pregnant and once you've carried to term, your body will never be the same. Yeah. Um, I think it's not meant to be the same. You know, I think you might lose the weight. You might um, get your flat tummy back, but your body has already affected some sort of change because it has carried a life. Mm. So my back is quite sore. Um, I try to go for massages uh, as often as I can, mm. but that's it's it's for me. It's like whatever, you know. Um, it's not that bad, but it's not it's not like before. Well, I'm glad that you you understand that. You know, your body won't ever be the same again. You brought up an yeah. interesting um, point about how some 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 tummies go back, and you know that whole snap back um, phenomenon. Yeah. Um, and I need to say that it doesn't happen to everybody. So the majority of us are going to, you know, carry babies and, and have flabby t- tummies, you know, f- forever, unless you go for, a, for, for liposuction or you go for a tummy tuck. So most yeah. people's tummies won't go back to what they were like, especially if you've had a Caesar. Um, but there yeah. are some women who, whose tummies will go back. And I think um, I had to say that to, so that people aren't under pressure and think that, oh, within a certain amount of time, a tummy must go back. Sometimes it's just never go back. Did your tummy go yeah. back more Africa? My tummy uh, did go back. I want to say, fortunately, <laughs> um, <you>. <laughs> fortunately, it it, it, do, it did go back. But the one thing that I was worried about during the pregnancy was stretch marks because I have dry skin. So uh, I didn't develop any stretch marks because I was literally using every butter under the sun. Yeah, uh, shea butter, coconut oil. But those things don't work for everybody as well, you mm. know. But I was also, I think prepared because a friend of mine got stretch marks literally after she gave birth um so i think in my mind i was preparing for change um like i'm saying you know it it took me months to come to the realization that i will never be the same Mm, you know mm. in in a lot of different ways um Mm. mentally physically spiritually because i have carried life and i'm a mom and i'm nurturing somebody so i think um, and it's tough to accept, but it's, it's a learning curve. It's something that you have to do every single day. Like That's I'm true. learning every single day how to accept a new me because I think once you've had a baby, a different version of, of you is born in, in some way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is so true. Well, if you've just tuned yeah. in, you're listening to Kai FM 95.9. I'm Sidewalk Cindy with me, Cindy Fansale. And I have Leanne Carey on the line as a guest. And I also have Mo Africa Mohati in studio with me. And we're speaking about the changes that happen in pregnancies. You know, some people lose teeth, some people lose hair, some people lose their memories. Um, and that's what we're discussing um, tonight on KFM. Mo Africa, the, the changes that you went through, you'd mm. accepted them. You knew that this is what's happening. I'm carrying precious cargo. I'll never be the same again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have the belly to prove it. <laughs> but yeah. And my shoe size increased. So I've always had a big foot. I was a seven, went to an eight. Uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm embracing it. So lucky for me, I've always been chubby, so I knew how to dress for it, so it doesn't really show. <laughs> so we're taking your calls on 86 959 We have Ulungile on the line, and she's calling us from Johannesburg. Welcome to the show, Ulungile. Hi, Cindy. How are you? Good, thank you. I'm good, thanks. I'm, I'm currently pregnant with my second baby, and I've, I've I'm actually been going through a certain skin change. I thought it was um, an allergic reaction at first, but then I went to the doctor. He gave me a cream, mm-hmm. but it's 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 still it's still reoccurring because it's it appears as um, hives. It's very itchy on my thighs and on my arms, mm-hmm. and then after a few hours or so, it goes away, and then it comes back the next day. So it's really irritating because it's very itchy. 
Okay, so that's very common in pregnancy. It's pregnancy-related urticaria. So urticaria is like an itchy rash. And okay. some people have that rash on their tummies and they scratch the whole day. Some people have it on yeah. their arms, like you're having it. So it's, 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 it's common. I would use calamine lotion on it. Calamine lotion will okay. soothe it and, and, and make it more bearable. And you should, right. it should resolve towards the end of your pregnancy or certainly after, after um, a baby has been born. Okay, all right. <laughs> all the best with your pregnancy. Uh, thank you so much. So yeah, so some of these changes are, are are transient. You know, it's something that just happens during during the pregnancy, and then once a baby's born, everything everything goes back to normal. I know that some women, their noses grow, or their faces go darker, or they develop um, you know darker cheeks. Yeah. So different different strokes for different for different folks. I mean, some women's um, necks go dark, dark, really dark, and that's how most people tell you, "Oh, lo, we meet you." There's something happening over yeah. there, even if you haven't announced um, if you haven't announced um, your, your your pregnancy. Well, I have those, but I don't know. It's- even after success, gradually they are they're fading. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's one of those things. But if someone doesn't know that you were once pregnant, they will they will never know what what's going on. But yeah, I, I have a friend of mine is experience, still experiencing, and she has two babies. But yeah, it's it can get really bad. Precious cargo. <laughs> so going back to Leanne, Leanne, um, I wanted to find out from you. Um, what are the myths that you'd heard? around pregnancy and the change that happens to your body? Had you heard any myths from the elders in your family, whether it's just granny or mom or aunt? Um, well, I think one of the biggest, should I say lies, you know, is that it's, is that giving birth is really easy. Um, hmm. And I think, I think, uh, you know, aren't very open about pregnancy and about birthing experiences, you know, um, like we are because we are an open generation. So I um, almost had an emergency C-section um, and that's because I thought it was easy to give birth until, you know, I was laboring for like 20 plus hours. Mm. And I had never had a period pain before. So they just said, it's just like a bad period pain, you know? And I didn't know what a period pain was because I'd never received, uh, or like I've never had a period pain. It. So I've never, I've never ever, ever had to go through that experience. So I think that labor is, is not that bad. Um, I think for me, that was one of the, and I'm sure the experience is not the same for everyone. Oh, yeah, no, no. Everyone goes through different, yeah, their own you know, unique experience. Exactly, but I think the process of bringing life is not as easy as some elders that I know have made it up to be, and that you know it's 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 like I'm saying, like I said before, it's like you, when you give birth, you give birth to to yourself again, and I think giving birth on its own is is a fight, and not necessarily a bad one, but you are fighting mm. for your life and you're fighting mm. for new life, and I think. On, on its own, that makes it really hard. That's, I think that's, that's, that was, I think, one of the biggest myths that I've that ever heard. Okay, well, we're still taking your calls on 86 We have Ella on the line, and she's calling us from Johannesburg. Welcome to Sidebar, Cindy, Ella. Thanks. Thanks for taking my call. Um, so I've got three kids, and the first two pregnancies were pretty easy. The third one was fairly easy as well, but then the side effects, if I may call them that, um, started to manifest after I had the baby. Mm-hmm. So I've got an enlarged thyroid, almost like a goiter. Mm-hmm. Is that common? And how do you cue that if there's a cue? Okay, so so goiter is an endocrinological problem, and that's something that should be addressed with a physician who deals with that. So it's not something that would have been... Um, it's not associated with the pregnancy. So it could have been an incidental finding because now you're pregnant and you're having a full checkup and you develop a goiter or it was there and you hadn't noticed it, but it's not something that was caused by your pregnancy. So am I making sense? Um, you are, but not quite because this only started happening during the pregnancy and it got bigger and, well, not big, but there was an enlargement on the throat during the pregnancy. It was never there. Um, I've checked literally all my pictures mm-hmm. because it worried me and it really happened during the pregnancy, hence my, hence my question. Okay, so, uh, well, so maybe pregnancy then brought it to the fore. Maybe it was always there simmering under and then your pregnancy then brought it to, you know, to the surface. It's the same thing with, with um, 
your immune system takes a knock during pregnancy. So things that were simmering under will then surface. But we'll we'll have the gynecologist on the on the line after this after the break, and I'll ask him to address that because I know he's listening and he can address that for us. So so stay tuned, and you'll hear if um, what he has to say about that. Thank you very much. Okay, thanks for calling. So yeah, I mean, pregnancy. One of the things that people don't don't know about pregnancy is that it really does affect your immune system. I mean, you're you're carrying precious cargo, but what you don't know is that the baby is not going to suffer, right? So if you're not eating properly, if you're not doing all the things that you're meant to be doing, the, the body's wired in such a way that all the nutrients that the baby needs is going to get at your expense. Yes. Well, I was reading, while I was doing my reading, intense reading, I love my fish. So I only eat chicken and fish. And I don't know if it was still, it was if it was a myth or what, but like fish, they said stay away from fish mm, and seafood and, and there's a whole list of things that they say you mustn't eat but we'll talk about that <laughs> but yeah so it was hard yeah staying away from fish I love it mm, mm. I'm in studio with um, Africa Mohati and I'm also in studio with Mpumintuli both moms who went through changes like we all do during pregnancy I also have Leanne Carey who's online and we'll be joined by um, gynecologist um, Dr. Langanani Mbodi and he'll be going into a lot of the changes that um, happen during pregnancy and why those changes happen. So don't forget to keep calling us on 86 959 SMS us on 36959. And of course, the hashtags on Twitter are Kaya FM Talk and Sidebar Cindy. Um, Pumi, welcome. Thank you, ma'am. And how many kids? You've got three <laughs> children, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. So what was the most drastic change that, that you experienced during your pregnancy? Wow. You know, with my first one, it was hectic, man. It was like horrible. Because remember, I used to have this beautiful body and, yeah, you know, well trimmed and all that. But boom, the silver stripes. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that must have been yeah. difficult. Yeah, and yeah, a lot of things happened because of now I looked at myself like differently, and only to find that you know it's just silver stripes, nothing much. I needed just to appreciate the person that I am. Yeah. No, that's true, Pumi. I think I think we don't realize just how traumatic it is for some women to lose their um pre-pregnancy bodies you know and and if you do have pics please um i'd love to see them on twitter so share your before and after pics on twitter hashtag sidebar cindy kai fm talk um but we don't talk about it enough i mean there's some people who mourn the loss of of yeah. of, of their bodies and yeah. you know we need to have we need to allow people to mourn their bodies and 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 appreciate and you know get to embrace their their new breasts the stretch marks um the darker skin the the line that comes onto your tummy mm-hmm. we need to let people you know, go through all of it. Um, did you get lots of comments from people? Was that difficult? Yeah, it was difficult. It took actually a lot out of me because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, even the weight I gained a lot. It was like, wow, why is so stupid like that? And it was like, remember who to pregnant? Yeah, after giving birth, it was like, yo, 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 yo. yeah. But oh well, um, when I was like uh, feeding the baby because I was breastfeeding, yeah. Uh, automatically I went back to my shape and my, my tummy because even the tummy was big eh? so even my tummy went back it was flat again and yeah I continued it was like I never gave birth <laughs> I mean I have a tweet from Kazi and she says that I don't know if one can lose their self-esteem but I did eight years later um, and I still cannot stand pictures of when I was pregnant um, and it put me off the idea of pregnancy going forward and and this is a reality yeah. that, as I said, we don't speak about enough. I untagged myself with so many pictures because I just didn't like how I looked. You know, the big nose and you're you swollen. Mm. The, your neck is extremely dark. No, I, unt- <laughs> I untagged myself. <laughs> I mean, I, even after the baby shower pictures, nah, because of it was a surprise baby shower. I j- yo, yo, I didn't. I don't have in any of those pictures. So, I <laughs> so taking calls on 86 We'll chat to Tukolo, who's on the road. Um, good evening and welcome to Sidepart, Cindy. Hi, how are you? It's actually Tukolo with a P. P? Yes, Tukolo. Okay, okay. Sorry about that. Yes, um, how are you? Good, thank you. Thanks for calling. I'm great, thanks. It's actually funny. Today I was talking to two of my colleagues who don't have babies. And I was saying this morning that it's funny that when you're pregnant, you prepare 
for the baby. Mm. Nobody prepares you to mm. for the body changes. Because I've got two kids, and uh, my first child, I was 28, and I was very skinny. Mm. So um, I was so excited that I went overboard because I wanted to gain weight. I wanted people to see me that I'm pregnant, and I doubled from 45 um, kgs to 90 by the time I gave birth. So as much as I lost the weight, but the stretch marks, it took me about eight months to eventually get naked in front of my partner. That's how bad it was. And it actually um, affected my self-esteem as well. And now with the second baby, um, she's just over 15 months as well. My tummy and both pregnancies, it was cesarean. So my tummy is not flat mm. and I'm, I'm struggling to lose the weight. I didn't gain as much because I was very conscious with what I was eating. Mm-hmm. But I think um, I, I, I almost fell into depression, but I, I don't want to allow myself to fall into depression. Mm-hmm. But everything with the body changes, I almost fell into um, depression because nobody had prepared me for the changes that were going to happen to my body. No, it's true. And I mean, as Uma Africa pointed out, I mean, she's always been chubby. I've always been chubby. So... The change has happened, but it wasn't so drastic for me. But for people that have been very slender most of their lives, the, you know, your weight gain was, was, was quite a lot. I can imagine that it was hard for you. And, and in terms of not changing in front of your partner, I mean, did you, did you talk about your body changes with your partner? Did you make any comments? How was that? Actually, he was not aware until two years later. And I said, hold on, did you realize during this period, I used to switch off the lights, I never used to bath no. with you. He was not even aware. I, I didn't actually realize that I was very subtle. When we went to bath together, I'd actually run to the bathroom, fill the bathroom with bubble bath and go Aww. in. And Aww. wait for him to come out. That's how bad it was. But um, I, I, always, I, I was telling to the, the, la- the two ladies that, guys, Go for counseling mm. during the pregnancy. Mm. Prepare yourself emotionally, psychologically, and with the body physically. You need to prepare yourself because mm. it's difficult. It's difficult. But again, I was like you. As much as I had support with the baby, but I, there was no one who realized how emotionally scarred I was mm. with the body changes yeah. that I had. Yeah. No, thank yeah. you so much for bringing such a real issue to the table. I really appreciate your call. Mm. You're welcome. Thank- well, Thank, thank you. Well, getting back to Twitter, um, Uma Dika says, um, Hi, Cindy, I'm 23 weeks pregnant. Second pregnancy, my firstborn is 10. The major change is my face. My nose, my cheeks have enlarged. Everyone notes how ugly I've become. I don't take offense at all, but I want my face back. I have D2 Baba. And that's hard. Mm. You know, I, I mean, if, if you can see that someone's pregnant, you can see how different they look. Mm. Surely you can keep your comments to yourself. Mm. Hell, just like, yo, it must be a boy. Your nose is too big. Like, please <laughs> those stop Those myths it. and those stories. Well, <laughs> we have Ooh, Dr. Langanani Mbodi. He's an obstetrician gynecologist based, um, um, well, he's based in Pretoria. And he's online now to talk us through some of those changes that we've discussed. Thank you so much, Doc, for joining us. Uh, thank you, Cindy. Uh, and to all the kind listeners. Uh, thank you for inviting me to show. Thank you. No, it's always great chatting to you because you're a wealth of knowledge. I think the first thing, um, Dr. Mbodi, that I want us to talk about is, is the hormones um, associated with the pregnancy and how those hormones contribute to the changes that um, the body goes through. Yeah, firstly, I, I think your listeners need to understand that pregnancy is an internal design to be a special moment in your life. So, Everything must be planned. Everything that was not there is supposed to be prepared to welcome this person who was not there, who should be there. So your whole body system must change. For it to change, there must be something that ignites that change. Mm. There are three important hormones that happen when you are pregnant. One is called estrogen. The other one is progesterone. And then we have relaxin. We also have prolactin. Mm. All these hormones are produced by different organs. For example, oestrogen and progesterone, you find it in your ovaries. Every time you menstruate, those hormones are there, they have different changes. But let the pregnancy, they all go up because each of them has their duty. There's a part of the brain called the anterior pituitary gland or the pituitary gland, which looks like a pea size on the brain. It makes other hormones. One, prolactin, to which you need to produce the milk for the baby. Mm-hmm. The other one, oxytocin, that you need when you pregnant, well, when you deliver. But let's talk about those ones that happen when you are still pregnant and they might affect how you look, 
or how the body changes that are there, how the physiological changes that are supposed to be there. And including the, the functional changes that people don't, don't realize. Yeah. So one, progesterone is, must be there so that it keeps, that is called quiescent. It keeps your body relaxed and ready to stretch as the pregnancy grows and grows bigger and bigger so that there's no resistance that is happening on your muscle. Mm-hmm. So because it is there, pregnancy will be such a nightmare. Every time the baby grows, you feel very tight and painful. So mm-hmm. you need that quiescence to be there. Wow. The other important hormone is called relaxing. That hormone happens when you are about to reach your third trimester. Yes. It increases and increases towards twelve terms. The main purpose of that relaxing is to, like the word says, relaxing, yeah. to relax your body. All those ligaments that you know that are tight, including some joints, they must relax so that that passage where the baby comes in, mm. which is supposed to be small, can now give way, can relax a little bit and give way. Hence, here in the synthesis to this, women will tell it was a third trimester, but still like it's cracking, opening up, they can't walk nicely. Because that cartilage that holds the pubic bones together, mm. it's relaxing so that when the baby goes into the pelvis to go through the vagina, there's no resistance, it's a smooth way. So this, is, so this is when, so when your joints are cracking, everything is just loose, mm. this, is, this is caused by relaxing. <laughs> all, all these things that are happening on the joint, that is, is in preparation for the entire pregnancy and the labor. So relaxing plays that role. On the ligaments and those joints, it, it relaxes them. Wow! And this is why, towards the end of pregnancy, we walk like ducks mm. because yes. everything is you, just you. You, you have the, the duck combination, or so-called the pride of pregnancy walk that you have. You. So where you have your your curvature of the spine. So if you if you look at women when they are like heavily pregnant, they they say spine curvature. Yes, it's very to balance, painful. The pregnancy must not push you forward. It must not pull you forward, and you don't want to fall back. You have end up having this curvature. On top of that, you gained weight. Now you have to walk and carry that extra weight. Sometimes it can be up to 12 kg extra that you gain. So you are trying to get that weight plus the curvature plus now the, the joints that are relaxed. So that's why you end up walking sideways like a duck, the way you say. I don't want to call it like a duck because it sounds wrong. Let's just call it the pride of pregnancy walk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And then, Doc, what about women that fall over? I mean, I saw someone on social media says that one of their friends was very clumsy and she's always falling. So, uh, the, the, the issue of falling in pregnancy is one of the emergency signs. If you faint and you fall, it's one of the emergency signs. It could point towards something completely different from the hormones. could be because of the so-called anemia of pregnancy. When you have when you are pregnant, your blood volume, not the blood cells, yeah. the blood volume, which most of it is water, increases by up to 60%. So oh. if you had 5 liters of blood, at 60% is more, close to 3 more liters. So mm-hmm. you might be carrying 8 liters, but because it's not blood cells that are there, it means it's diluted blood. Mm-hmm. So your brain reads that as if your blood is missing a lot of blood cells, it can't carry oxygen. It could be that. So any woman who falls during pregnancy, who stays during pregnancy, must consult. That in which it has nothing to do with all these changes that I'm talking about. Okay. And the changes... However, these, yeah. these changes that are there, because they are designed to maintain this extra person you have, they all affect your metabolism. They all affect mm. how, you, how you use the sugar that you have, how you store the sugar, how you store the protein, how you store the fat, and hence... You have all this excess. And like you were saying initially, whether you want to eat or not, you must always remember the body will use extra stores that are there because it needs to feed that baby. Yeah, no matter so what, the baby won't suffer at your expense. Exactly. Your metabolism is driven by, by, by our thyroid gland. Mm. So the thyroid gland is the one that tells you how much your heart must beat, how much your body must consume glucose, how much your muscles must use all these nutrients that are there. So... If, if during pregnancy, your body has to compensate the metabolism again. Mm-hmm. If your thyroid is not working well, it thinks that something is missing. And how can it compensate to try and catch up? It becomes big and big and big because it thinks if it, I go bigger, I'll have more thyroxine hormone to control the metabolism. 
Okay, so this is what happened. This is what happened to Ellen. That's what you had. Okay. The greater of pregnancy. Okay, the greater of pregnancy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, yes. Doc, just, you know, what about the skin changes? I'm a true papa. So, uh, all, all the skin changes are related to the hormones. Whether the skin changes are amaturaba, what you call chlorasma, which is again another beauty of pregnancy. Let's call them tattoos of pregnancy. So, when you have chlorasma, again, it's because you, you never had so much estrogen in your life. All of a sudden, there's so much estrogen because it's needed so that pregnancy can grow. But that estrogen does not only go on the pregnancy because it's in your system. Mm. So every, everybody else will also catch it up and use it up. Mm. So you need, the fact that there's an extra, your skin changes. And the fact that your skin is stretching, there'll be some micro cracks that are happening between the skin and your fat going into that micro cracks. And then you have all, all those stress that you, the stretch marks that you see. So everything that is there is because of the changes that are there. This is fascinating. Mm-hmm. And they look quite again, you know how... There was a person that I really hated when I was pregnant with Marnie. And after Marnie was born, my son Marnie was born, I had to go back and apologize to him because I couldn't stand him. He was one of the drivers at work and I used to refuse to get into his cars. I would cry for another driver to take me around Soweto. So yes. is that hormonal? You know, what's that all about? Throughout the whole pregnancy, then once the baby's born, everything's back to normal. Yeah, yeah, we, we, then we, like, yeah, the, the excuse becomes, yeah, I, I was not angry at two babies because of the hormones of pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what we, we undermine and we don't take imp- the importance of it is because, is that all the changes that happen in pregnancy, whether they are hormonal, physical, or physiological, because pregnancy affects everything, how your heart beats, how you now breathe, your lungs move, how you pee. Whatever, when you see yourself going to the toilet a lot of times, there's nothing to do with you or whatever. It's because the changes that are there. How you eat, because now your your your, your body is consuming more and more food. Food moves faster deep down mm-hmm. when you still early than the normal part. So all these hormones overwhelm you. And what we undermine is the fact that whatever that happens, all those changes, they are significant enough to impact on the patient, on the woman's emotional state. That's true. All these changes. And we, we, we think that maybe it will be during pregnancy, but if, if, if women are not well prepared, it can progress into depression, yeah. loss of self-esteem yes. later in life. Yeah. So women need to know, one, they did do anything wrong. It's not because they're carrying a baby. The changes are physiological. Two, even if you gain 12 kg of weight, remember that 12 kg? Is 3 kg from the baby approximately. Yes. 3 kg from the blood, that is the new blood volume. 3 kg from the other water that is around the baby. Already we are looking at 9. Mm. So and the 3 kg of blood is an extra that I'm talking about. So if you go to labor water, the 3 kg of the baby is out. The 3 kg of the water around the baby is out. The most of the 3 kg of the new blood is out. It comes out when you deliver anyway. Whether it was by Caesar and normal. So you already have the other weight, which is the fat that was extra fat deposited, the protein that is deposited, and the breast tissue that are supposed to engorge to prepare for the baby, and the other body water. All of these can come out. So we don't need to be prepared from the beginning that all these changes, they mm-hmm. are temporary. Okay. Although, although they need to play a role as well, you yeah. need to be active in preparation of delivery. Mm. so that you continue the activity so that you can store your body image to what you previously were. Well, thank you so much for that, Dr. Langanani Mbodi. I mean, I think you are helping us to celebrate the changes of pregnancy with all the, the terminology that you've given us. I, will, I won't forget the, the tattoos of pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> the Amachu Baba are the tattoos of pregnancy. Um, you're on side about Cindy with me, Cindy Fansale, and we're talking about pregnancy and all the accompanying changes. There have been so many responses on, on, on Twitter. I'm using the hashtag sidebar Cindy, hashtag KFM talk. Um, Leanne, um, coming back to you, before we let you go, um, it was great to have the doctor on, on the show and he was explaining all the changes that happened, um, including the, 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 the facial changes, the stretch marks, the walking funny. Um, which, which of the changes traumatized you the most? Um. I didn't like the fact that I had a Rick Bailey. Um, I think it was traumatizing, you know, like a few months ago, your tummy was flat and then 
boom, you know, you have a tummy you can't see over the other side. So I think for me that was a bit um, a bit traumatic. Um, and one of your callers mentioned uh, counseling. I think if you absolutely can afford to get counseling, um, mm. that really helped me through my pregnancy. Um, it just sort of readied me into into the changes that would come. Um, as a mom so I think yeah I think if, if you can try to mentally prepare for the changes you'll get your you might get your body back you might snap back after like a few months but your life will never be the same so if you can't afford to get therapy just try and get ready for for the changes that will come with having a baby okay well thank you so much for joining us Leanne Carey and um, thank you so much I appreciate all your insight and input as well Thank you, Dr. Okay, so getting back to the lines, um, 086-00-0959. We have um, Hoitzi Oneg calling us from Johannesburg. Thank you so much for holding and welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much. So um, with me, I'm currently pregnant. Um, so I think it's open because I'm a fish lover. Ne? So, But right now when I eat fish, um, I would have fish in the morning, maybe just before the day and the fish is coming from down there. Mm. the smell of the fish <laughs> and you know I feel so bad because I stay with my husband so I can't eat it the way I want because I get embarrassed or if I can smell it while I, I pee or while I undress what about him you know okay, so and he'll even bring it for me and I won't eat it because I haven't told him what, what's happening with me now eating fish okay well um, I'm quite on you've gone for a checkup and your, your, your gynae or your doctor says that there's nothing else happening in your vagina. It's just that when you eat fish, you, you know, you, this, you, your vagina smells of fish. Yes. That's what you're saying. It only lasts for like two days and then it's gone. Okay. That's when I eat fish, yeah. Okay, well, you know, if, if you're craving fish and, and that's what your body wants you to eat, then you must please eat the fish. <laughs> just make sure that you explain to Happy what's going on so at least he understands. But whatever your body's craving, I mean, it's important that you, 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 know, you, you follow those cravings of yours because it could be that you have a deficiency of some sort and your body's trying to compensate for that. Yeah, but hey, the smell now is bad. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank you. Bye. We also have Rose um, from Johannesburg. Good evening, Rose, and welcome to Sidebar Cindy. Good evening. Hi, Dr. Cindy. Um... I just want to comment on the, one of the traumatizing things that happened to me um, post-pregnancy. And this actually led to um, depression for me. After I had my first child, I think my stomach had stretched way too much because my child was huge. So my stomach just didn't, never went back. It, mm. It's still the same. It's just not going back. I've tried... Um, a lot of things. I, I tried applying a lot of things, but it's still not going back. It's the hanging, mm-hmm. and it looks wrinkled. I don't know what to do. Okay. Did you have a Caesar? Or did you no, have a natural, natural birth? Delivery? Okay, all right. Natural birth, but I didn't breastfeed. Oh, well, I don't know if maybe that had a, an effect. Well, breastfeeding in general will help with the overall weight loss, you know, after baby's born. In terms of the flabbiness of your tummy, you know, different people's um, tummies react in different ways. And I think yeah. if this is something that's affecting you a lot, from what I can hear, it could be affecting you, you know, a, a little bit more than, than, than you know, what you're letting it on. Does. I, I can't even wear a swimming costume anymore. Because yeah, so I recommend that you save up and go and have um, some work done on your tummy. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with, with having work done. There's some very reputable plastic surgeons who will be able to yeah. help, you, help you out with that. But if it's something that's bothering you and you can plan ahead and save up over two or three years, well, two years, actually, you don't need to save up that much, but for, to save up over two years, find a good plastic surgeon. I know quite a few. You, can, you must go and have a tummy tuck, and, and, and I think you'll be happier after that. I think I should, but it's in your, my, my partner doesn't have a problem with it. I, I'm the one that really has a huge problem with it. Yeah, and, and it's and going to affect it's going to affect your your your, your sexual relationship because eventually you you won't want to be undressed and and have sex yeah. and all of those things because you're busy worrying about your tummy. So I think I'm going to get that tummy tuck because it's big into my savings because it, because I've been reading up and a lot of people say that the tummy's bounced back within nine months 
And it and doesn't happen to everybody. To the yeah. Yes, and the doctor just kept on saying, just wait, your child is still young. My daughter's now three years old and yeah. it still hasn't yeah, no. gone back. Yeah, so the chances so, of it going yeah. back now are very small. So I think, you know, do your research, do your homework. Find me on Twitter. I'll tell you which doctor to go to and, and, ha- okay. and have that done. There's nothing wrong with having work done in your tummy. All right. Thank so, you. Thank you so much for calling, Rose. Mpumi, back to you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, ma'am. Three kids. Um, first pregnancy was difficult. Second pregnancy was easier. Never. Worse than the first one. Yeah. I think the more I grow up, is the more it becomes difficult mm. to be pregnant. Because um, with my second child, it was like, no, difficult than the first one. And with my last child, of, his, of which that is my third born, it was diff- more difficult than the second one. So it was never um, a nice or easy journey. Mm. Yeah. And more Africa? Yo, I think <laughs> my worst uh, experience it was when the, now the baby's out and now they, cause I got cut and that's, that's teaching down there. <laughs> so someone was not as patient, probably the shift was almost over and they wanted to stitch things they were not supposed to. So that is, that was the worst thing, but I'm here, everything is intact and yeah. So, so th- some gl- I'm glad you brought that up yeah. because that's the one thing that um, we don't always speak Talk about. about yes. um, is is the change that happened in your in your vagina? Yeah. So uh, you know, drink. I mean, look, I I recommend this to everybody when you're pregnant. Even when you're not pregnant, you must get into the habit of looking at your vagina with yeah. the mirror and just checking if everything's okay and what's happening, what's happening, what's happening down there. But but during pregnancy, you know, everything swells up, changes color. Some you know, and it might not go back to. To, to what it was before mm. but there's especially changes after a vaginal delivery and if you've had an episiotomy like more Africa had and you had to be sewn up mm. and um, the healing process is quite a long one I think 6 to six to 12 weeks yeah but they don't they don't mention that eh? yeah so it, six, 6 to 12 weeks healing and and there's the salt baths I'm sure you were told that yeah. you must mm. wash with salt and everything is sore getting to that bath with the warm water and the coarse salt it's a lot of work it is. And so who helped you with all of that after your episiotomy? Yo, like I had to ask, like I had to ask my husband, like, okay, I know ne, that you, it won't be pleasing for you to look down there, but I need you to, mm. you know, he, 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 he was helpful in that regard. Like, no, you know, it's how it is in she. So now <laughs> we went through this process. I carried the babies. Is this is your chance for you to be part of my healing process? So, how does it look now? Is it getting better? You know, but I had to do it. Sorry to him, but I had to do it. Yeah. And and it's important to remember as well that it will go back to mm. normal. Yeah, yeah. So not normal, normal. So we're not going to lie and say it goes back to what it was before perfectly but it does go back to normal and um you know another thing that comes up a lot is the laxity of of the vagina i know that there are there are people that believe that after you've had a vaginal delivery um you know you it's you're looser and Mm. and sex is not the same Mm. there are some changes but if you feel that the change is, is is drastic and you know there's also if you have incontinence you can't hold your urine you know, by the time you get to the toilets, you've, you've messed yourself. Those are things where you'd have to see an obstetrician gynecologist. So it's not enough to just keep it yourself mm. or ask friends and get told, mm-hmm. oh, it'll, it'll sort itself out. If it's something serious and you feel that you can't hold your urine properly or there really is a looseness in your vagina, then you must go and see, you must go and see a, a doctor. Mm. Yeah. In terms of, in terms of, because on social media there's, there's quite a lot of people that are put off mm. having kids. And what encouraging words do you have before we close for the for the people that are now thinking, "Oh my gosh, Andizi, I am not doing this." <laughs> um, what I can say is, um, we are women, and we need to go through this. It is not that uh, painful or bad as it may look like because of at the end of the day we need to give birth to babies and right but apart from that 
we need just to take good care of ourselves like um, Dr. Cindy indicated that uh, if you see or you notice things that are not normal with you just consult and check if that thing it cannot be solved or resolve the problem so and go to the gym latest as well it's very important because it helped me a lot as well and what pieces I did because uh, I mean my grandmother was telling me that mm-hmm. so I used to do that and I don't know if maybe that helped me or it was gonna go back eventually or it was that so but yeah uh, I was exercising I was I was this panasis if I may put it that way okay more Africa I would say don't say go to like one out jalele nadi prepare yourself financially it is expensive and when the baby comes just just love them mm. yeah but be ready when the baby comes you'll be somehow mentally ready because of it's your body changes the next thing your partner because of you know you you have gone so much and you know even postnatal depression mm-hmm. it's something which is real so prepare yourself uh, mentally financially and also physically because your body is going to change mm. yeah and you know some some words of wisdom from from me is financially yes you start preparing by buying nappies early whenever there's a sale of nappies whichever store it is go and buy and size four and size four plus because your baby's going to spend the longest amount of time mm. in those nappy in, in those um, nappy sizes. so buy a variety of, um, of brands so that you can see which one works for your child okay so that's the first thing so please start investing in nappies early the second thing is there's nothing wrong with getting hand-me-downs from your friends yes. so if you have a friend who's had babies close to yours, please ask. Because mm. we hoard clothes, we keep them because, oh, they're so cute, and I bought it at Woolies. Please ask and get friends to hand things down to you. There's no need to, to buy brand new everything. So I, you know, I shared car seats, I shared prams. Please get into the habit of, of asking and, and, and getting hand-me-downs. The third thing is, if you get postnatal depression, if you feel that you're not coping, you're weepy, things are not okay, get help. Because postnatal depression can, can debilitate you. Mm. And if it, if it starts... It, 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 yeah, it unravels very quickly. I've been there, done that, I've got the t-shirt. So before we close, Ubu Africa is going to share a poem with us. And then from there, you'll have Michael coming up at 8 p.m. Um, on the on the law report. And I will see you guys again tomorrow evening on Saipa Cindy. So we're closing off with a poem from Mo Africa. I grew water in my belly, connected to my blood river. It flows Sometimes it's dry, sometimes it gushes. I felt turbulence. This growing pond in me swelled my feet, bloated my nose, stretched my belly. Radiographer said, bones and flesh are growing in my belly too. I was becoming God, breathing life to flesh and bones. In the December heat, I felt this water boil, boisterous. Nine moons later, a carved soul shaped to perfection, cavalinia, a reflection of this ink bearer with radiant eyes, a window to your soul, dentaculate smile that melts me, came tear like a new attitude flesh of my flesh, a cup of my blood streaming your little body. I can't wait to see you flow, great wave. It is beautiful. Wow. Thank you so much. Sidebar with Cindy. Every Monday to Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.